0: What's happening everybody? Welcome to Semi-Relatable Content, the podcast with no rules, no boundaries, and no judgment. No matter where or how you're listening, I hope you're all ready to have a good time. I'm up and ready, got a lot of energy, and I hope y'all are too. I'm your host Tyler French, and I say we should get this party started in 3, 2, 1... Welcome back to another episode of Semi-Relatable Content. Once again, I am your host Tyler French, and it is a crisp Saturday morning down here in Virginia, and we are actually experiencing one of the lesser identified seasons known as False Fall or False Autumn, where yes, technically it is the fall season, the 23rd has come and gone. And somehow we're all still walking around in tank tops and shorts because it's in the high 80s, sometimes 90s. And this is spooky season. This is where we're supposed to be running around in long-sleeved shirts, relaxing at home in sweatpants. And I just don't understand. Virginia needs to get its weather together because we constantly are having seasonal anomalies and seasonal changes that should not be there and it is ruining spooky season so we need to get on top of that. Um, getting into today's topic, uh, I wanted today's to be a little more central um, and I'm going to keep this one r- relatively shorter uh, than usual, I'm, I'm cutting out some segments, I just want to stay focused around this one central topic today. But. The the theme for for this episode today, uh, I've called. It's kind of lame. It's the three Fs. F E F G F. Um, that's awful. We're <laughs> we're gonna pretend that didn't happen. All right. So I have I kind of developed this uh, this thought process and this mindset recently, um, and, and it's built up over the years as well. But I feel like. At least in my personal life, and hopefully this can apply to others as well. But there are three things that you really should and I, th- I feel like need to keep close to you and keep your mind set on in your life. And they all just coincidentally happen to start with the letter F. Um, the first one that I wanted to get into is keeping your focus and staying focused. And this can cover any variety of topics no matter how big or small um, anywhere from just being focused on getting your homework done this evening or being focused on a goal uh, a 10-year plan that you've set for yourself or anything in between this can this is an overall umbrella of just keeping your focus because if you're like me and you even start to lose your focus on something Then it's nothing but a constant downhill spiral from there, and it's incredibly hard to get your focus back. And I have that problem a lot with getting things done uh, around the house. Um, If I'm supposed to be, you know, working on something right now. But, oh, look, you know, something popped up on my phone, which is the typical millennial thing nowadays where your phone is just the biggest distraction. But I, I tend to lose my focus a lot, and and it's something that I'm working on, um, and I'm trying to focus on doing things that make me happy right now, um, which I've mentioned uh, in previous episodes as well, and it 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 has its setbacks you know there's there's still days and nights where you know I wonder if if what I'm doing is actually making me happy or if it's just filling some void that I refuse to accept that I have uh, internally but it's 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 a work in progress and as long as you can keep that focus on whatever you're doing like one of the biggest ones for me is I can never keep my focus on going to the gym. For, for those that know me, I'm so back and forth on going to the gym. I'll go for a couple months, and then all it takes is one bad week where I only go one day or I don't go at all. And every single time that bad week has hit and I've lost my focus, I have stopped going to the gym. And some, some of it hasn't been my fault. Um, earlier this year, I was on a roll going to the gym three to four days a week. And then I went on two week long trips in a row for school which was 2 weeks without the gym and once I got back I was like you know I'm I'm back I'm I'm ready to go to the gym I went one day when I got back and that was it I haven't been back since and that was the end of March early April so it's been a while and I keep I'm trying to speak it into existence I want to go back to the gym I want to get focused on it again and it's it's if you're like me, it's hard to start. Um, and that's the same for me for homework, for studying, for, um, you know, cleaning my room, yard work, w- whatever the case is. It's, it's the hardest thing for me to start something. But once you start, then, or like once I start, then it's easier for me to keep going and to, and to maintain my focus and to keep going, whatever. Because once I start my homework, you know, I can knock out all the problems all at once. Once I start a paper, then my fingers just fly across the keyboard. I can knock a two-page paper out in, you know, an hour if I really wanted to. Um, I can't say it's going to be great quality, but you know, it's there. But just staying focused um, is, is really important for anything that you do, and it can be really hard. It can be really challenging. But it's never impossible to to keep your focus, and I don't think it's ever impossible to not be able to achieve whatever you want to achieve. Because, yes, there's things that are very, very, very improbable, I don't want that to be confused with impossible. Um, that actually plays into something that I was going to mention at the beginning of this, but I just went right into my segment. Um... But this uh, was some exciting news that happened to me yesterday. Um, Starting today, I believe, uh, this podcast that you're listening to right now is now officially available on iTunes, as well as the Podbean app and website that y'all have been listening to this uh, recently. But I got that email yesterday saying that my podcast had been approved on iTunes and would be available uh, from now on. That was something incredibly amazing. I never could have imagined that I would have any type of content whatsoever on a major platform like that. Um, And growing up and, you know, seeing all these musical artists, and I also have friends that are uh, in bands or doing their own musical careers or whatever the case, and they have uh, content up on iTunes and, and other major platforms like that, Spotify, you know, things like that. And I always thought that was impossible for me. I always thought that I didn't know the right people. I wasn't talented enough. I didn't have the right connections. I wasn't smart enough to do whatever it was that needed to be done to get to that level and to get to where I wanted to be in terms of the other people that I knew. And so for that to happen yesterday, like I just feel like I'm super thankful that uh, you know, I'm probably making this way more of a deal than it needs to be, but it is it's a really big deal for me. It, I, I feel like this this new thing that I've been traveling, this new journey that I've been on the last couple of weeks with this podcast has really been paying off so far and and it just goes to show that if you have your mind set on something and you really want to do something, then just go for it and keep focused on that. Because I'm I'm keeping focus on this podcast and it's it's given me a lot of joy. It's I've gotten a lot of feedback. Uh, tips and advice from from those listening, and it's it's been really nice. It's been really helpful to me, and uh, I thank you all for that very much. I appreciate that. But, yeah, if you want to check out this podcast or let other people know, then it's now officially uh, up on iTunes. Just type in semi-relatable content, and it'll pop right up. And so, let's see. I believe that's it for the focus part of it. So these last two of the three Fs are – more related to each other, and these were the ones that I was most excited to talk about. So, I'm saving the best for last. I love cliches. All right. So, the first one I wanted to get into is your friends. And, friends, I, in my personal opinion, friends are essential, especially in the earlier years of your life and like adulthood life and things like that. Basically, where I'm at right now, my early 20s. Um, I am one of those weird people where, like I said, I I believe in my first episode, I talked about how growing up I was always like, I hate people, I don't want to interact with people, you know, I want to be by myself constantly. And looking back at myself now, I can't believe I ever had that mindset because fast forward to now and even a couple years leading up to now, I hate being alone. I always want to be with friends or just hanging out with someone or, you know, even just talking to people over the phone. I, of course, I enjoy my days where it's just me. I can just lie on the couch. Ooh, voice crack. Still going through puberty. Um, I can lie on the couch, watch soccer all day, watch TV, play some video games. You know, everyone needs their me time, and and I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't have that, but I... Love being around people, and I love hanging out with my friends. And I truly believe that I would not have gotten through some of the stuff that I've been through over the last few years if it hadn't been for the friends, uh, the friends, and the friend support system that I have. Um, because there's been people that have always been here for me, uh, no matter what. And I, y'all know who you are. I truly can't thank you enough. Uh, for that and for for keeping me staying, keeping me sane, keeping me steady on my feet, and uh, just taking it day by day. And if you have friends like that in your life, whether you have one or a hundred, make sure that you let them know that you appreciate them and that you're thankful for them in your life because it's all too easy for you know people to just drift apart and then all of a sudden you're barely in each other's lives anymore so just just keep that in mind next time you're you're hanging with a friend or talking with a friend just just you know slip a comment in there be like hey you know just wanted to remind you thank you for everything you know I appreciate you you know you're an important part of my life and you know just just things like that and I've learned also that and this might not be the case for everyone, but this has been the case for me, that most of my lifelong friends that I know that will be there you know, throughout my entire life have come since I graduated high school and since I came to college. Um, I've kind of learned, and this is not by any means a, a personal dig at anybody, this is not related to or this is not, like, specified to any particular person or persons at all. This is just a broad, general statement of what I've learned personally. But I feel like a lot of my friends in high school were more of just, like, you know, we're with each other for eight hours a day, five days a week, for four years straight and so you know you're kind of just sucked into that well we're around each other a lot so we're gonna we're gonna talk and we're gonna hang out you know occasionally and all that but you know reality hits and as soon as I graduated high school and everyone went their separate ways it was like you know it was for anyone that watches marvel it was like a thanos snap and a lot of those people disappeared immediately and I still haven't heard from them since um and that's all right, you know. Those those people were, you know. Everyone does their own thing, um, and I get it. the The high school to college trans- just transition is uh, is a hard one, and it affects everyone differently. Um, everyone copes with it differently, and and does what they want to do in their own uh, special way. Um, and again, this is not a dig at anybody. I have no hard feelings towards anyone. Uh, from high school, whether we were friends, whether we are still friends, whether, you know, we just haven't talked in a while, like, this is not anything, this is not an attack on anyone, this is nothing negative towards anyone. Um, I just personally feel that most of my uh, lifelong and closest friends have all come since I came to college. And that also plays a part too, you know, I moved two hours away from my hometown. I didn't know, but maybe two people And I was forced to put myself out there, make new friends, make new memories, uh, become closer with people. I didn't have the safety net of, oh, well, I have my other friends here, so I'll just kind of piggyback off of them and through them meet other people. Like, I didn't have that when I moved two hours away. And so that actually, that helped a lot. That helped me uh, break out of my shell because, like I said, growing up, I did want to be alone and I didn't want to be around people. But moving away to college, I knew that I was going to have to be more, I guess, extroverted and uh, be more out there to meet people and make sure that I wasn't just, you know, sitting at home with with no one to talk to or no one to hang out with because I, you know, I don't like that. I like to to be around people. And so, uh, with friends, just keep them close. Make sure that they're um, aware of how important that they are, uh, to you in your life, whatever the case may be. Um, I try to tell my friends as much as I can, how much I appreciate them. I'll literally, I did that last night to, to one of my best friends. I sent her a, a text just real quick, just being like, Hey, you know, just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you and how important you are in my life. And, and just simple messages like that can go a long way too. Cause even your you your closest friends, you, you still might not know everything that's going on in their life, whether good or bad, and sometimes, you know, you never know, that person might just need a message like that, or a compliment, or whatever it may be, to give them a smile, or to brighten their day, or give them hope, or, or, like I said, just have them reminded that, you know, you do appreciate them, and, and, uh, and things like that. Um, the last of the, the three F's that I wanted to go to. By the way, I'm sorry for all the ums in between all my segments. I am horrible at transitions and segues, as you have probably heard. But speaking of segues, I'm going to segue this into a past story. Haha, ha, that was horrible. Anyways, uh, this is a long time ago. Uh, I believe I was in early high school. I'm horrible at segueing into new segments, but I am not horrible at writing a segue. So I'm from Richmond, Virginia, and my, well, I'm technically from a county in there, but no one knows where that county is, so I just say Richmond, and everyone goes, oh, I know where that is. Yeah, okay. And my father and I uh, found, I believe it was a Groupon, for a Segway tour in downtown Richmond. So he, myself, and my brother-in-law all went to this tour, and... You know, you think getting on a Segway is just standing on it, pressing a button, and you go. No, it takes a little bit of patience and a lot of balance, something that I found out my brother-in-law did not have, because he stepped on that Segway, and he looked like a drunk person trying to stand, you know, still. It was hysterical. That thing was going back and forth and back and forth, and we all thought he was going down for sure, but he stayed up. Um... But that was, I had the time of my life. The the segways there only went 12 miles an hour, which, especially if you're in a car, you know, 12 miles an hour, you're probably honking your horn at the person in front of you, screaming, cursing, whatever it is, because 12 miles an hour, that is so slow. That is incredibly fast on a segway. You feel like you're going 100 miles an hour down the sidewalks, because that was, that's insane. But it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend you doing it. I I don't know the name of the company, but I'm sure if you just type in, like, Richmond, Virginia Segway Tours, uh, something like that will pop up, and it's a lot of fun. I, I recommend that a lot. But anyway, segueing that story into this final bit of the three Fs that I wanted to talk about today. Um, this last one is your family and keeping your family close and, uh, and just cherishing your family, it honestly, it really does, it honestly breaks my heart when I'm talking to friends, or talking to a stranger, or even just listening to people talk on the, on the internet, like in YouTube videos or whatever, that aren't close with their parents, or their siblings, or they had, you know, a falling out, or or things like that like they haven't talked to them in years that it honestly breaks my heart because I have a super close relationship with my parents and my sister and just my whole family as a as a you know a whole and I know that they always have my back and they always support me no matter what and yes there's been times where I've questioned things I feel like every kid has at some point in their life but I know at the end of the day that no matter what, I can always go to them. And, you know, my, my mother has told me multiple times that if for some reason I ever needed to come back home, even just for a little bit, maybe to get back on my feet or figure something out or whatever, like I am always welcome back. And that said a lot to me because I know that I do have some friends where as soon as they moved out, their parents were like, you know, you're out now, you're on your own no matter what. And I also have friends whose parents have just kicked them out and have told them never to come back. And that just, that blows my mind that some parents can just feel that way about their kids. And I know that every situation is different, but like as a parent, you kind of make a lifelong commitment in my mind to, you know, provide and protect and, and to love your children. Um, and it and it should be for for a lifetime. And like I said, I know every situation is different. I know things happen along the way, but um, that's just my that's just my opinion. Um, but I am so incredibly thankful for my family. Uh, my parents are some of the most understanding people that I've ever known. And I know that I can call home any time of day, uh, either one, depending on if Dad decides to leave his phone on at night. Um, And they'll be there for me. They'll talk with me no matter what the situation is at hand. Whether it's good or bad. Um, And my sister as well. So my sister, for those of you who don't know, is 10 years older than me. Um, But honestly, and I know a lot of people that they have siblings that have uh, a, a larger age gap than I guess the typical what like maybe 1 to 4 or 5 years or whatever but my sister and I are probably as close as a brother and sister could get I mean she is always there for me she actually she understands more sometimes what I'm going through and how to help me more so than my parents just because we are closer in age and she can see things more from my perspective. Um, but she can also see things more from my parents' perspective. And so, you know, sometimes if I need a, a, a third opinion on something or, or a more, I guess, balanced opinion, I can go to her and she can give me um, advice and and her view from both sides. And, and that's really helpful as well. But um, my family is super important to me and I and I hope it is for everybody as well and I would not be where I am today without my family um they really have have been there for me throughout everything they've never turned me away they've never um you know had any negativity thrown towards me, other than just the, you know, you're in trouble, because you didn't do this, or you didn't clean the yard, or whatever, things like that, um, but I just, I can't thank them enough, and it, like I said, it really breaks my heart when I have friends, and when I hear stories about people that, you know, like, oh, well, my mom and I had a falling out a decade ago, and we haven't talked since, or, yeah, I have a brother, but I hate his guts, and, you know, we don't talk, and I, it's that it's just hard for me to hear because I am so close to my family and I wouldn't get through what I've gone through if it weren't for them. And so I can only imagine what it's like for people who are going through some really dark times and they don't even have maybe their whole family or even just select members of their family to lean on or to go to. And that's why I always try to be there for everyone as much as I can Uh just in case there is that absence of they don't have anybody like that that they can go to. Um, but, like I said, with family, just, I, I can't express enough how important my family is to me. Like, I would, especially, well, yes, my parents, obviously, are probably the main, or not probably, they're definitely the main two, because obviously they're my parents. But, like I said, I'm super close with my sister, and... She probably knows more about things that are going on sometimes than anybody else does. Because I can go to her about everything. And, like, I would... My sister is one of the most important people in my life. Definitely top three, of course. You know, my parents top two, rounding it out. My family tree. But, um... No, people who know me also know, like, I don't take any crap when it comes to my sister. I will go to jail for her. I will drop you if you say anything about her. There's a... Without getting too into it, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell the story, but, um... Long time ago, basically, someone showed up to our house with the intent of harm, and her... Uh, boyfriend at the time, now my brother-in-law. Um went outside to to protect her and I was actually telling my mother this story the other day. I was only maybe 10-ish at the time, but I wish so badly that I was older at that time, like at least, you know, 16, 17 or whatever because I would have been right out there next to my now brother-in-law um because i don't take any crap with her or my family in general like that that just doesn't that just doesn't fly with me there's not a lot of people that um you know you can say something bad about and i will just drop you for that reason alone it doesn't matter who you are um and i know that i know there's a lot of people that have other people like that in their life as well. Maybe it's a friend or, or another family member that you just, you care about them so much and they're so important to you that you just don't take any type of slander, any type of, you know, threat, whatever it may be, um, with that person. And that's how it is with my sister and and with my parents. Um, I have cut people out of my life uh, for that who have, who have said things about um, someone in my family or something like that, and they're gone now, because I, like I said, I don't tolerate that, but, um, like I've said, just keep all three of these things close to you, uh, once again, those are focus, keep your friends, keep your family, um, remind everyone as much as you can how important they are to you, tell, tell people that you love them, tell them that you're there for them, make sure they know, um even though they say they do even though they might know just keep reminding people because like i said you never know what can happen things change all the time something can come up and uh you know you never know what's gonna happen um also with family it is okay occasionally to well not occasionally it's okay to butt heads it's okay to butt heads with everybody Um, because honestly, sometimes after you butt heads, that's when the most growth happens. Uh, at least that's been my, my experiences. But, um, I remember there was this one time, this was back in 2009. So a decade ago, my grandpa, my dad's dad was very sick and we didn't know how much longer he was going to last. And I was, let's see. 2009. I was 12 at the time. And one morning my parents were going to go over to see him and I really wanted to go because I I wanted to see my grandpa and I knew he was sick. and, And, you know, my parents were kind of worried that, you know, I was still too young maybe to be exposed to that. So they didn't want me to go. And I fought them tooth and nail to go with them to my grandpa's house. And they finally caved in, and they brought me along, and we showed up, and my grandpa was lying in his bed with the nurse uh, next to his side, and, and you could tell that he was not—he was not doing well. And I can't remember what we had to get, but my parents and I—I I think it was my parents and I—left the house to go to a, a supermarket to get. Whatever it was, I, I don't remember. Maybe it was some water or things like that. And on the way home, or on the way back to my grandpa's house, we got a call from one of my aunts um, saying that, you, you know, he, he didn't have much longer. And so we hurried back, and we got there, and it was really hard as a 12-year-old literally watching my grandpa take his last breath and to this day it's really hard to think about it without feeling emotional or without tearing up and I didn't learn this until years down the road Um, but one of my aunts had told me that as he was Coming closer to the end. And we weren't back to the house yet. He was he was asking for me. Um, he wanted me by his side. As he went on. And. I will never. Forget how thankful I am. That I fought my parents on taking me that day. Because. Yes. I had to go through watching my grandpa literally pass away in front of my eyes but I got to spend his last moments on earth with him and you know thinking back now it's incredibly hard because he didn't get to see me you know play soccer in high school, he didn't get to see me graduate. He didn't get to see me go to college. Things like that. Um, but he was thinking of me in the future, even as he was moving on. And I know this because when I graduated high school and I had my graduation party, uh, one of my aunts, one of his daughters, um, brought over a a card, a graduation card, and she had kept it since before he had passed, and he had signed it, um, just you know, a simple love, Grandpa. And that is one of the only few cards that I have kept um, throughout my life because that has, like, that's his signature, his handwriting on that. And that was, he had done that six years before I had graduated, and that was waiting for me that whole time. And I, I hope that, For those of you listening, that whether it's your family or whether it's your friends or whether you're just trying to keep your focus on something, just keep at it and keep your head up, stay positive, and just immerse yourself in as much as you can um, with whatever you're doing and whoever you're with. Because life is short and you might as well enjoy it while you can and enjoy those who are in it while you can. Alright, so that was kind of a, a morbid way to, to end this one. But um thank you all so much for listening and I'm I think I'm starting to get more of a set schedule. On when these episodes are going to come out. I think I'm probably going to keep it to the weekends. Um, just because the the regular week is so busy with school and work now and whatnot. But uh, I hope everyone took at least something away from this. Um, um, I'm even hoping some of you might actually decide to call up a friend or a family member. Send a text. Whatever it is. Uh, when you're done listening to this. Or maybe you've already done it. Um, after all this. But... Again, just keep your friends, keep your family close, keep your focus, make sure that your, your head is on straight and that you're, you're going for whatever you want in life as, at full speed, 110%, and you'll accomplish whatever you want. I, I guarantee it, I promise you, because that's what's happening to me so far, and I know it can happen to you as well. But uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. I'm Tyler French, and I will see you all next time on the next episode of Semi-Relatable Content.